welcome to another episode in the Day of the Life series of the Supply Chain Careers podcast. In this series, you hear directly from supply chain professionals about their current positions, their day-to-day responsibilities, what they enjoy about their positions, and how to best prepare yourself to be successful to do the work, plus what it takes to get there and continue advancing along the many career paths in supply chain. This podcast is made possible by SCM Talent Group, the industry-leading supply chain executive search firm. Visit SCM Talent Group at scmtalent.com. To search for or to post supply chain jobs, visit the Supply Chain Job Board at supplychaincareers.com. Are you tired of struggling to optimize your supply chain? Look no further than ProfitPoint, the experts in supply chain network design and technology integration solutions. Visit ProfitPoint.com to learn more. That's ProfitPT.com. Welcome, Jay Jones, to the Supply Chain Careers podcast, Day in the Life of a Supply Chain Professional. Jay, we'll go ahead and get started. We appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much. Uh, would love to hear how long you've been working at your current job and what led you to pursue this type of career path. Thank you so much, Rodney. Thank you, David. I've been working for Boeing for a little over about four and a half years, actually. I started right after I graduated from Iowa State University. I double majored in human resources and supply chain. And my first job was um, in procurement. What really led me to procurement and supply chain um, was I was accepted into a program where I got to work with Target's corporate office and we got to evaluate their whole supply chain from start to finish, which included going to even um, China and visit all their raw materials um, factories. We got to visit their UDCs and their distribution centers all over the country and in California. And that was just the most amazing experience to see actually things being made from almost nothing from start to finish and to being sold in the store was just astonishing to me. I was in procurement for a little over a year. And when I was in procurement, I always wanted to know, I wanted to work on the other side. We worked with something called business partners to understand requirements. And they were really driving the need for the product, whatever it was. And it was our job to actually do the negotiations, different things like that. But I was so eager to know about the other side. So I actually got a job as an IT business partner so that I could do the other side of it as well. And I did that for about three years and I newly transitioned into a chief of staff role. I was tapped by my director to be his chief of staff. So I've just been transitioning into that, which also, even though I'm not an IT business partner, I'm still dealing with, you know, supply chain as a whole and how that relates to IT and all our objectives. And just for our audience, maybe perhaps take us through a basic overview of the role that you just vacated, the IT business partners. Is that more like business analyst focused role? That's a great question. The Boeing, I transitioned into software buying. Mm -hmm. So that is a long process and it is more than just paying for something. It's actually going out and getting RFPs and selecting, doing the whole thing. And so basically I can help do that, but from a business from the IT standpoint. So I'm not necessarily in the weeds, but I can facilitate 
the new supplier conversations on the back end with the business, like the engineering team. Hey, we have this need. Okay, let me go and see if we have something that does that already. Let me get RFIs, informational meetings with different companies and see what they can offer. So really, my job is to also is to make sure that I can communicate with supply chain. So if there's something that we buy or purchase or we're working on, I do work with supply chain and the business. I'm that link, but that's pretty much as a whole, how I relate back to supply chain and a lot of the supply chain work I did in the role. Thank you. That's awesome. To get into that kind of position and job function, what does it take to qualify for something like that in terms of kind of your educational background, your experience, skills, hard and soft skills, or what kind of qualifies someone to do those type of roles that you've done? I think one of the biggest things in being an IT business partner is being driven. And I say that because sometimes, and you have you can't wait for answers. You have to go and find them. In procurement, it was nice because we were being told, hey, we know these companies do this, but we need you to reach out. We need you, like I facilitate that on the back end, but people are coming to me with requirements, expecting me to fact find and to determine how I can get this for them that they need it. And you really have to be someone who's willing to go out and just fact find, find, talk to people and be outgoing, be willing to talk to people, be willing to not find answers and then start over. I think one of the best skills that I had learned was perseverance really. And of course you have to be able to use different systems. I know when we had transition systems, I have to use supply chain procurement systems as well, especially if in IT, I, I do also have a job to make sure our line, if we support production, to make sure our engineering team has everything they need as far as even laptops. I have to go in there and go through all our agreements to make sure I can get those ordered. So there's a lot of small and big pieces to it. Education background-wise, I know that we, in most in most cases, require at least a bachelor's degree. I do have um, a bachelor's two bachelor's degrees and I have an MBA and I have a few certificates and I'm starting my PMP soon, which they really preach in our organization is that project management certificate as well, which is something that I'm working towards. Well, what are some of the top goals and objectives of your role? And could you provide a high level overview of just the typical day-to-day task? I think for this question, I may talk about the role I just left. A lot of the goals and objectives are about strategy as it relates to even working with our suppliers and our engineering team. We do a lot of purchasing. I was one of the people on the team that did a lot of the software purchasing. So that's working with supply chain or the vendor in both in conjunction as well. And so a lot of our objectives were either like cost-saving measures, which I feel like a lot of companies are doing, trying to find ways to reduce costs. A lot of our other objectives were actually maintaining partnerships. I feel like a lot of people think a lot of businesses, oh, we do business together because we have to, but it's actually, we do focus a lot on that relationship as well, especially when you're spending hundreds of millions of dollars with someone. And that's the one thing I actually like about my company is it doesn't matter the dollar point. That relationship is everything. Another one of our key objectives is to always find new ways to optimize if we're paying for five tools and there's one tool that can do everything, it's finding a way to make sure that we don't have too much redundancy. Or we have three tools when we can just go down to one. So 
a lot of our objectives are around just reducing in every in every way. And it's not too unique to my industry. Jake, to kind of talk further about some of the stakeholders that you engage with when you were an IT business partner, um, can you kind of describe some of the key stakeholders, both internally and externally, um, that you would communicate with on a day-to-day basis? I remember when I had two job opportunities, one with my employer now, who has hundreds of thousands of employees, and one with a smaller company, not too small, 30,000. I remember when I left my org, a lot of people said, well, you won't get to meet. You won't get to talk to people at the top at a big company. You won't get to. And that has been the opposite of my experience. A lot of the stakeholders I communicate with, especially my chief of staff role, I mean, VPs, directors, individual contributors, all levels, especially when I was in procurement, a lot of other companies, when they work with a a company of our size, send director minimum, director level minimum or senior manager minimum. So a lot of the stakeholders that I communicate with are at a higher level, which is great because I get a chance to learn from them. But I also am able to talk directly with, with the customer, engage their concerns they have with us which is one of the best parts. I love to meet people. You explained when you were first in the procurement side, you would be talking with vendors and the business partners, but then when you transition to the business partner side, what changed in that regards to the people you communicated with? Great question. What really changed in procurement, I did a lot of direct to business. I would have suppliers come visit me. It was a huge external focus. However, moving on to in IT business partner role, you really communicate with whoever your customer is, whether that's someone from the engineering team. And then also with, I also have to talk to finance because I need to make sure that we have the money. I also have to talk. So I'm actually getting all these people together, which I didn't realize when I was in procurement. I didn't realize that it was actually, I thought they had it easy. I'm like, they're literally just asking me for status and giving me things. But actually, now that I'm on the other side, I see that actually they are the ones that are helping to meet with, get sourcing in there, to get finance, to get engineering team, to get, to put in the tickets, to even contact supply chain. I didn't realize how that you can't just reach out. There's many processes. And so I do a lot of more internal talking and gathering. At every company, there's a certain culture. It's more comfortable can be more comfortable to, to meet with people in the company. Whereas in procurement, you're going outside of the company, meeting new people, sometimes face-to-face, many times face-to-face, and you're meeting and having to manage many new relationships. And that, to me, was definitely harder than it was being an IT business partner. I think the relationship management is, is a lot easier because you're dealing with a lot of the same people over and over again. And procurement, I think you definitely have to be a lot more outgoing and a, a lot more willing to go out of your way to meet people and to manage those relationships. During this short break, we recognize that this podcast is made possible by SCM Talent Group, the industry-leading supply chain executive search firm. Visit SCM Talent Group at scmtalent.com to search for or to post supply chain jobs. Visit the Supply Chain Job Board at SupplyChainCareers.com. Are you tired of struggling to optimize your supply chain? Look no further than ProfitPoint, the experts in supply chain network design and technology integration solution. Visit ProfitPoint.com to learn more. That's ProfitPT.com.
Jay, could you tell us what you've enjoyed the most about your work there? Yes. My first job in procurement, I love to talk to people. I'm so outgoing. I like to joke around. And I I had some really good customers, some really good suppliers. I loved meeting new suppliers. I loved when they'd come on site or just meeting people. That was the best part about it to me. And I also liked learning different parts of the business as it relates to contract management. I don't do any of that now as an IT business partner, but as a procurement agent, we had to actually meet with our law team. And so the law department and actually go through contracts and the terms and conditions and what indemnification is and actually really liked that. It helps me in my personal life. And I realized that you can negotiate in the real world. It doesn't matter. That's one of the biggest things that I learned is even in the real world, you can negotiate. Even if you're booking a hotel or Airbnb or a rental car, everything is up for negotiation. In my AT business partner role, one of the things I really enjoyed was I feel like it was kind of like a little a little family. I knew exactly who to go to and exactly how to work with them. And we, and we became close and focused on the task at hand. I talked a lot with upper management, whether that was directors or vice presidents. And I feel as though that's helped me along in my career. It's definitely helped me. And that's why I am where I am right now. And so I think that some of my biggest advice would be to make sure that you manage your internal and external relationships because they can help you get to the next level and accomplish your next goal. And then I guess either in your previous roles or your current roles, what are some of the challenges that you would run into? Oh, interesting. Some of the challenges. Well, I would say depending on the company that you are in, different challenges can be not agreeing. It's no secret that in in the procurement world, you may want this and someone may want this. Uh, It's a big challenge to level set with people when everyone has a different agenda or everyone has a different opinion. So I think that's a huge challenge. And there are different ways to counteract that. Another challenge I dealt with was you have to prove how valuable something you need is, especially for the finance side, or it can be difficult to do that and facilitate those conversations to understand the business need or to help other people see it because this may be a group of 10 people and it may be a million dollar thing that they need. Whereas this is a group of a hundred people and this is a $500,000 thing that we need. However, that 10 people, million dollar thing could be more valuable than, or save more money. And so it's hard to, to get that point across, especially when you are at a company that's really big. So I feel like people are the best part of the job, but sometimes they can also be some of the different hindrances as well. Not ever bad, but just different hindrances that you have to manage. So I think managing people is a really tough thing sometimes. And I heard from one of my managers that, well, they were actually a director and they said the hardest job they ever had was being a first line manager. And I think that just goes to show that sometimes managing people, even in that sense, can be sometimes directly can be one of the most difficult jobs you can do. Yeah, it comes down to procurement. Everybody has wants and needs and exactly. uh, not everybody gets what they want. Either. Exactly. Put that on the, on the next year's plan. We'll revisit. <laughs> nobody wants to be told that. <laughs> oh, nobody. Oh, it's the worst. 
they hear you say that, but they hear you're not important. We don't like you. We can't do that. And how do you overcome that too? That's a relationship communication skill. Shift the blame to someone else. I didn't make the decision. (laughs) (laughs) That's the easiest one, right? right? I think our leadership is really good at managing that, if I can say that. Our leadership in my specific organization is really good at managing that, which is great. And I'm the chief of staff for my current director. And I, I see that all the time. And he's he's always taking that pressure off of individual contributors or first line managers, making sure that you guys, you guys can blame me. So how I dealt with it before shifting the blame is I think you sometimes do need to tell people they're important because all they hear is it's not important, not today. I think a little bit of understanding goes a long way. Hey, this is actually, we know this is actually extremely important. And I know it's important. Tell them why, repeat what they said. Like you said is important because of this. And I know that's why it's important. These things are important as well. And this has to be prioritized. And one thing that we do now where we get our requirements from, we actually have them. So we actually leave it to them. You amongst yourselves tell us what you think is the most important And then that's what we'll do because us deciding is sometimes is not the best way to go about it. But amongst themselves, if they're, they all report to the same person, Hey, you all decide what you think is important. So it kind of can be throwing it back over the fence, but it allows them to talk amongst themselves and say, Oh, I didn't know that we had John over here that was working on this and that, Oh, that'll be great. Or I didn't know that Susan's got this going on. And I feel like they are able to see like, oh, there may be something that may be better and mine can wait. I've seen that happen before. There's no one way to do it all, but I think those are a few ways that have really helped us. What are some of the common career paths that someone in your type of role moves into? Well, I feel as though actually it's actually very common now. I know that. I know quite a few procurement agents that went on to be business partners, whether that was HR business partner from that side or um, IT business partner. I feel like that's a common thing because we work so close together that you're able to see that other side and you may want that experience. I know many other people who have became leads, procurement leads, and went on to become a first line manager. Also, um, IT business partners, I've been in that role the longest, and I don't think I've seen a single person follow the same path. Uh, A lot of people either, you can go into a different part of IT, but for me, as a chief of staff, usually when you leave a chief of staff role, you can become a manager or maybe the next level. So maybe a chief of staff or a VP or a president or something of that caliber. And I think... When I leave this role, that's something I would like to do. I would love to get into first-line management. But when I was in procurement, I always said, I want to be an IT business partner. I want to be a chief of staff. And it's crazy because I've done both of those things. Or And so I think that procurement is one of those really good jobs because you're able to talk and meet with so many different people at different levels of the company and different departments. And so... I know a lot of people leave procurement or stay in procurement and know, oh, I'm staying because I like this and this is my trajectory. I'm going to be a manager here or I'm going to go into sourcing or, oh, I worked with these finance people. I really liked that. And so I feel like a lot of people are really happy when after they work in procurement, whether that's staying there because they love it or leaving and going to do something else. I think it's a really great segue into 
elevating your career, whether that's through staying or going. Sometimes you have to take a leap of faith, right? Mm -hmm. But the sooner you can figure out what you enjoy and what you're good at in your career, you can start having some visibility into that, into what that career path could look like. Exactly. 100%. And, and I've truly seen that. I've truly seen that with many, many of the people I've worked with. And I've even known people who left and said, maybe I don't want to do procurement, but are now right back in that role. So I feel like it's a really, a really good segue and supply chain, no matter what job you do, you will be a part of it and affected by it. And so I, to me, that's why I actually majored in supply chain, because I felt like it was a basis for almost every job. Exactly. It is. Yeah. We'd love to hear your perspective or advice towards others that may be thinking about pursuing a career path within the procurement space. What would you advise to them? I have so many ideas. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what to say first. I'm not sure how a lot of other companies are structured, but I do know that the company I work for, you're able to move around to different disciplines. It's really just about someone who is willing to persevere, someone who has leadership, someone who is not afraid to talk to new people and not afraid to learn new things. Because I feel like it's a job where you're always learning, doing something new, someone who can catch on quickly because there's a lot of different procurement systems that you will have to use on the job. I'm actually so happy that was the first job I did. Looking back, I would change absolutely nothing. I did have other jobs on the table. And I'm so happy I chose that job. It's a really great job to even just stay in procurement. There's so many different companies that still reach out to me to this day. Oh, we're looking for procurement. It's once you learn procurement and you're good at it, I feel like there's a lot of job opportunity there. And so I think that it's really good just to try to get an entry level into either a big company or small company. We had some lower roles that were like a procurement coordinator, something that you can do if you weren't quite confident yet and being an agent or you didn't have some of the other requirements. As So you can always do some support roles that support a procurement agent or that support the procurement role. You don't always have to start at the top. You can do a few of the other roles that are also related to procurement. Jay, thank you again for coming on the Supply Chain Careers podcast day in the life episode. Thanks again for your time. Really do appreciate it. No problem at all. It was so nice to meet you, Rodney. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Supply Chain Careers podcast. Be sure to listen to other episodes and sign up to be notified when future episodes are released as we continue to interview industry-leading supply chain experts. This podcast is made possible by SCM Talent Group, the industry-leading supply chain executive search firm. Visit SCM Talent Group at scmtalent.com. To search for or to post supply chain jobs, visit the Supply Chain Job Board at supplychaincareers.com. Are you tired of struggling to optimize your supply chain? Look no further than ProfitPoint, the experts in supply chain network design and technology integration solutions. Visit ProfitPoint.com to learn more. That's ProfitPT.com.